0: Another digital,
1: Another, digital <inaudible> <citizen>. <inaudible> Another digital citizen Another digital citizen Another digital
0: citizen Another digital citizen
1: More topical than the fly on Mike Pence's head, we are another digital citizen. Hello, my name is Fro. Hi, Luke.
0: Hi, Fro. Hi, everybody.
1: Zoom, zoom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, that fly is the most popular insect. Is fly in it flying? Yeah, the fly is an insect. Yeah. The most popular yeah.
1: insect in the world right now, I think. I mean, it's got its Twitter account... It was so funny, it was like, and, and, I, and the fun thing was that you and me were, were watching the vice uh, presidential debate together um, because I was awake, uh, and uh, and you you were the first one that said, "Hey, look, 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 look! at It is here. There's a fly there." And yeah, I mean that was maybe the most interesting thing about bait but uh, we'll talk a little about the well the fly later. has already been canceled
0: uh, because it on it, <laughs> on its twitch account it accidentally showed a little boob and so the fly is, <laughs> the fly has officially been canceled um, I heard an interesting theory on why the fly stayed there for so long fro I don't know if you thought about this okay some people think that it got caught in the gel in his hair and so it got uh, trapped. That's why it stayed there so long, because its feet were trapped in the gel in the hair, which would make a lot of sense, actually. I think it's
1: because Mike Pence smells like bullshit.
0: Right. We, we, there was a couple people <laughs> talking about that. Do flies... Do fly have, Flies don't have feet. I just said he put his feet in his hair, but I don't think... Can you imagine a fly with, like, human feet? That is terrifying image, now that I think about it. What, what do you call it? <laughs> legs? Uh yeah no in, on an insect uh, let's see there's the thorax the uh, appendage maybe
1: I have no clue
0: All right uh, I have no idea but speaking of feet <laughs> when oh. you when you wash your socks Fro, uh huh do you, let's say you have a balled up sock that you wore do you turn it inside out to wash it or do you flip it right side in so like
1: do you... Okay, let me let me answer that in in, in in a way that you will understand. I don't fucking care.
0: Okay, <laughs> you don't care, alright. Because I always flip mine inside out, because to me it makes okay. sense that your foot is the dirtiest part touching the sock. Like, your okay. shoe isn't as dirty as your foot, to me. Do you know
1: approximately how many days of the year I wear socks? No. So, I have psoriasis uh, between my uh, f- uh, feet. Okay. Not between, not between my feet. That would be my penis, but.
2: What? <laughs> How
1: would that... Oh, yeah, I, between your legs. Right, okay. <laughs> right. But uh, between, like, my. What did you call them, for fuck's sake? Yeah. Did you say between my feet? No. Between your toes? Like, wh- Between my toes, thank you. I
0: was like, where are you going, penis? Like, what?
1: (laughs) No, no, I have... I have have psoriasis between... (laughs) I have psoriasis between my toes. Uh, Something that means that I I wear socks when I visit my dad. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So, once a year during Christmas. (laughs) Well, rest of the year. <laughs> and, so you never uh, you I never wear, wear socks sure. is what you're saying. Sorry, you never wear socks, so you never wash socks. No, no. But my boxers, I watch, uh, wash washed them out the way around inside out.
0: That yeah. same with me. It only makes sense to flip things in like it's. It only makes sense to flip it inside out because the body is the dirtiest part that you're dealing with. To me, that right. but. If anybody wants to get a hold of us and let us know how you wash your socks, another digital citizen <laughs> at gmail.com, go ahead and share this podcast with people. Uh,
1: sharing is caring, as Fro says. Mm. I, I I have a question for you. Are you one of those that like always have two different colors of socks because you never can find the second one? Uh
0: no. I I I mean I don't always no,
1: definitely not. Okay, so you don't have one gray and one black sock?
0: I, I usually try to find the socks fairly matte. Like, I'm more concerned about the socks being, like, the same size than the same color. Okay. But, but at the right. same time, I don't always just go, oh, whatever. There's If I can find two socks that are the same in the drawer, I'll go for it. But I'm not going to be like, oh, uh, there's, there's a tall sock that's really thick, and there's a short sock that's really thin. I'm going to wear these two socks together. That that would be just annoying. Because,
1: right. Yeah, because they have the same color. And uh, the final question, and uh, if our friendship uh, lies on this, of course, do you wear sock and sandals? <laughs> I, no, nobody wears...
0: I think that's so dumb because how would you even wear socks with sandals? Because the
1: sandal part. I see people out in the street uh, wearing socks with sandals.
0: If you have toe socks, you know the socks that like go around your toes, that you could wear with sandals, and it makes sense. But otherwise, I don't see how it's even possible.
1: It's so fucking stupid. Like, why, why, why have sandals and socks together? Fight me on it uh, uh, on another digital citizen at gmail.com. Yeah, so let's uh, talk about The Fly. Uh, uh, I mean, that was the
0: big thing from the vice presidential debate was The Fly. Uh, I mean,
1: so you, did you see the SNL thing, thing
0: where they tried to make it Yeah. Uh, with Jim Carrey as The Fly, I guess, being Joe Biden? It was so funny. I, thought, I, thought, I saw a funnier one where it was... Um, it, w- it was the guy from the movie The Fly was on his hand. <laughs> yeah. There was a meme going around of that. And then Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah I, I, I... That was the most interesting part, mostly because a lot of it was kind of boring. The other thing that a lot of people went what? off on for this, uh, Kamala Harris not... or I guess backing the idea of keeping fracking... Yeah. It was a huge thing that a lot of people were talking about. Um, if uh, It almost felt like Pence put, put out this idea of fracking specifically yeah. to corner Kamala Harris so that she would have to say, oh, we're not against fracking, which right. in and of itself is kind of an anti-left uh, agenda perspective, don't you think? I think mm-hmm. oh, anti-fracking is definitely a liberal idea, and i right. don't think the kamala biden people are against fracking clearly because both of them this week said multiple times they're they're for fracking um but i think pence kind of put her in a box and made her say that
1: on stage so i i saw the debate uh, again yesterday uh, just because uh i wanted to refresh myself uh huh and and I, I I have to say this. Uh, what surprised me maybe the most about it was how good Pence was. I mean, uh, we never like you said when we were watching it, like we never hear from the guy. Like once a year, uh, once a year he comes around, and if his shadows uh, fall, uh, there will be ten more days of snow. Uh, so I mean. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, but uh, but uh, yeah no. Uh, but uh, so it 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 kind of surprised me how good he was. Uh, she was stable enough. I, I think she was better in the beginning and the ending. I think he kind of overtook her in the middle. But if, if well, the we middle part much... the
0: middle part was all international politics, and he's more right. apt to like. International affairs than she is, clearly. She right. did not have a grasp of some of the international stuff where he did because he's been in... Yeah. He's just been around longer than she has. The other thing is he's very standard politician, I guess is a good way to put it. Right. He's he's every politician we've seen for the last 35, 40 years, you know?
1: But yeah, no, I mean he he's Tim Kaine's, Uh, I mean he's... He, his uh, Tim uh, Tim Kaine's to Hillary's uh, or to, to 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 yeah like he, he's like I I see no difference between him and Tim Kaine other than one is a Democrat and not not uh, he's more more talk than another thing, but uh, yeah I I thought uh, if if we had to like score people from one to ten, uh one being the worst and ten being the the best. I think she did a 8, and I don't think he was that bad. I think he did a
0: 6.5. I don't know why we're using this random scoring system that you just came up with that we've never used ever in the history of this podcast, but I think she won, just, is what I'm going to say. <laughs> just came up with it. Right. <laughs> I, I think but she yeah, no. won, but I think, like you said, she did really mm-hmm. good at the beginning, She and then at the end, she definitely had control of the debate, but in the middle, where the international uh, politics came in, she definitely yeah. faltered, because she doesn't have as much of a grasp on that, clearly. Um, maybe that's a good thing. I have, to,
1: <laughs> I have to say this about the moderator. Uh uh, I saw I saw it with commentary from another pol- politician like YouTuber. Uh and he was very much reacting to to her saying Mr Pence, Mr uh, Mr Vice President, my Mr Vice President, my Mr. Vice President all the time, uh when he was over time. And I mean he interrupted three big times. She didn't interrupt him once. I mean, <laughs> comparing I'm uh, comparing this to the first like real debate between uh, Biden and Trump. I have to say this was a much better debate all over.
0: Right, it felt like a debate. I also think that the moderator had better control because. Oh yeah. They. Um, they knew that maybe going into this, they could have the same problem as last debate. So this moderator, right, right from the gun, was like, "Listen, if you do this, I'm going to cut you off." That kind of thing. So right. I feel like the moderator had better control over it from the from the gun. You know, um, I, the other thing is Pence definitely tried to deflect from the question when he was asked whether uh, they would accept the result of the election uh, whether right. trump would re- would accept the results of the election and what would he do if trump did not accept the results of the election first of all that is a bit of a biased question to be asking yeah. the vice president oh, yeah. i understand that from the other side's perspective but at the same time Tr- uh, pence did not answer the question which made it even right. worse for that side yeah. definitely
1: But yeah, no, I can't wait uh, to the next debate uh, uh, now, uh, this Friday, right?
0: Second presidential debate between Biden and Trump has been canceled from the October 15th. Oh! Uh, The second debate had been scheduled for the October 15th, uh, possibly with a virtual format, which we had talked, I guess last week we had, I had said to you, I was like, there's a very good chance this debate is not going to happen. Um, Right. Mostly because of Donald Trump getting coronavirus. That's the reason they wanted to go to a virtual debate. It says here, the second debate between Joe Biden and Donald Trump was canceled Friday. The move comes one day after a nonpartisan commission on presidential debates announced it would be holding the debate virtually following the president's diagnosis and hospitalization for coronavirus. Uh, It is now apparent there will be no debate on October 15th, and the CPD will turn its attention to preparations for the final presidential debate, which is now scheduled for October 22nd, said the CPD. Uh, immediately after that announcement was made about a virtual debate Thursday morning, Trump said in an interview with Fox Business, uh, he would not waste his time with a virtual debate and would not participate. And then on also on Thursday, the Trump campaign said it... Uh, it would participate in a debate... It would not participate in this debate as well as the third scheduled debate, which were pushed back a week. Uh, the Biden campaign shot down that idea, noting that the dates had been decided since June. So there was a big kind of thing about... Uh, Trump didn't want to do a virtual debate for some reason. Biden accepted a virtual debate. The commission said we'll do a virtual debate. Then Trump said, I'm un- I a virtual debate is ridiculous, I'm not going to do it, and then they cancelled the second debate after Trump said he would not do it. That's pretty
1: much what happened, right? Yeah, and uh, also, his press conference, like, after he got uh, out of the hospital, I am... I feel so, like, uh, it it was God that gave him Corona, and he was so happy that God gave him Corona for some fucking reason. And it it isn't dangerous for old people. He said that more or less. He said, go out there. It isn't that dangerous. I had it. See? I feel better.
0: I think the exact words he used were uh, the sickness was a blessing from God, is what he called it. (laughs) A blessing from God. Because what he's been (laughs) going around saying to everybody, he said this at his rally yesterday, uh, is that he's Mm -hmm. immune now. Uh, Very much pushing the herd herd immunity idea that, oh, I'm immune now. And uh, did you see the rallies the last two days where he's like, I'm going to go around kissing the guys and kissing the girls and I'm going to kiss everybody. I'm just going to kiss them on the mouth. I'm going to kiss them on the butthole. I'm going to kiss them all over the place. It's going to be kissing, kissing Palooza. I
1: have read a commentary that uh, uh, I think it was someone from the Onion or something like uh, Trump turned gay for Corona. I, what I <laughs> I heard a lot of people talking
0: about. Uh, remember when Alex Jones said there's like something that's turning the frogs gay? It's gay? Yeah. Well, apparently this coronavirus corona. uh, medicine <laughs> turns you bisexual. So. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. not that uh, there's anything yeah. wrong with that. I'd love if. Uh, Trump yeah. admitted that he was bisexual, which I assume he already, I already assume he is, but,
1: but uh, yeah, because of his amazing dance moves, I mean, <laughs> oh yeah, and- the
0: dancing, <laughs> uh, which like who, Ooh. who filmed that because it definitely wasn't filmed by like a reporter. It had no. to have been filmed by somebody on his team because it was clearly cell phone footage from on the stage, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, if I wasn't in a relationship, I would fucking fuck Trump over little stance myths So hot.
0: I mean, he's been uh, saying the yeah. craziest shit in the last week, and it's clearly because yeah. he's on some kind of drugs. So they have him on yeah. some serious uppers, some serious medication for him to be out there doing what he's doing. And, by the way, he's doing rallies for the next, whatever, 20 days, however long it is until yeah. the election. So if anybody in his orbit is still... Um, Corona positive, and they're just spreading it all around the country right now. If if they are, people are saying Trump is now tested negative two days in a row or
1: something. So, right, he's just a super spreader. Uh, talking about COVID, maybe maybe they should just move him to the UK. Uh,
0: doesn't he already? Li- oh no, Boris Johnson's not the same person. They're not. <laughs> They're not twins. Oh, right. Okay. They just look exactly the same and act exactly the same, have the same hair and the same diet. What the differences? One rides a bike and the other one doesn't. Yes. (laughs) One one has a cat. (laughs) Uh, And a new three-tiered restriction uh, coming for COVID-19 is in force now in England. So they actually... um, It... They were considering it, uh, considering putting this three-tier system in into place in England, and now they're saying the new 3 tier COVID... Uh, new three-tiered system of COVID-19 restrictions has begun in England from... The country oh. is in its lowest tier, medium... Wait, the country is in its lowest tier, medium. Wouldn't mm. lowest be low?
1: Not... Whatever. But millions of people... No, in... like, like low is like normal, uh, and then you go up to medium it's a little like those okay colors yeah
0: right like the green red orange or whatever right. uh, the oh. liverpool region is the only area to, to be under the toughest rules with pubs and bars not serving meals uh, closed so anywhere that's not serving food uh, is not considered or is not going to be open government health officials are due to meet later to discuss the possibility of greater manchester and lincolnshire and some other areas joining in on into the top tier hours before the top tier rules came in into force in liverpool police were forced to disperse large crowds in the city meanwhile northern ireland has announced an extension on a half-term holidays for school uh from monday along with other new measures uh, aimed to curb the virus
1: uh breaking news uh presidential uh President uh, Emmanuel Macron said that they will uh, close the French capital between uh, nine at uh, uh, nine at uh, nine and open six uh, on uh, in the morning from Saturday. So nine at night to six in the morning, the capital of France is going to be closed. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. And it uh, also uh, has will happen in other uh, French uh, con- uh, big countries,
0: right? Okay, jurisdictions of yeah. some type. They're gonna. So France is also. I, what I'm seeing is Europe is seeing a second wave, is what's happening right, right now. It is. Of course, America can't see a second wave because we haven't gotten out of the first wave. Uh, so yeah. We're way better. Yeah, no, no, listen, let, me, let me twist this like yeah. Trump would twist it, all right? Listen, uh, listen, Europe is in their second wave, bro. We never even had a second wave because we're just that good. We're so good, we're never going to get into a second wave because we never left the first wave. That's how good we are. We're still in the first wave. That's how Trump would spin this.
1: <laughs> no, but yeah, no. Norway numbers are, are increasing as well. So... Uh, getting higher so yeah no i'm i uh i uh i'm getting more and more worried for my january plans to to be completely honest with you but a lot can change to them so who the the fuck knows yeah a
0: lot can change either way though is the problem uh speaking of coronavirus china has joined the Covax. Coronavirus Vaccine Alliance, which of course Ooh. we've talked about in the past because America is re- refusing to uh, join the COVAX Alliance, but China has now joined it. What do you think about that? Uh, that's
1: cool. Uh, uh, that's good that they're helping. But uh, Johnson & Johnson poses their COVID vaccine trial over petition. Uh, Unexplained illness. Oopsie.
0: There's another one, another trial that's also uh, been paused just yesterday. Uh, so multiple vaccine trials are being paused now due to specifically unexplained illness. This isn't the only one; there are multiple of them now. Right.
2: Uh,
1: COVID virus survives for 28 days in lab conditions. That's interesting. It, yeah, I can. St- It says it can remain infectious
0: on surfaces such as banknotes, phone screens, and stainless steel for up to 28 days. 28 days, bro. Mm Hmm. Sounds like a movie I've heard of. 28 28 days.
1: (laughs) 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 It's a pretty good movie, too. That's the worst part. Uh, Yeah. Um, And in Denmark, uh, minks... Uh, has gotten the coronavirus. Right, the animal, the mink, and like, like right. the ant. So,
0: we're, what we're seeing here is that um, animals can contract the virus. It, uh, it says um, they've shut down a whole bunch of these uh, mink breeders, and they're killing. They're going to kill 2.5 million animals. Fro. That is really sad. Number one, because minks are adorable. Um, right. But also terrifying because now we're seeing... I mean, we've talked about it in the past, the idea of coronavirus going from humans to animals, specifically with the tiger in the zoo, if you remember that.
1: Yes. Yes, I do. And
0: now we're seeing that it can go to other animals. The question now is, can it go from these animals
1: back to humans? But do you know who's uh, extremely happy about those news uh, about the minks? Who? Corella the will. <laughs> okay. So she, she will get
0: more coats. I don't think they're gonna be able to sell the uh, fur the coronavirus the fur? fur, no. I'm assuming they're gonna don't have to think so? No, I bet they have to burn all the bodies, bro. Because it's oh. infected,
1: yeah. Use them as firewood then. experts uh, uh, expert, uh, uh of masks violation of rights as uh, contract tracing data
0: collected in pubs uh, are sold on right experts have warned of mass violation of rights after customer data uh, collected at the pubs and restaurants is being sold to third parties contrast tracing data required by the NHS meaning in in England and trace schemes have been harvested have, have been being harvested by te- tech tech companies companies and sold for money so i think we talked about this especially when you guys in norway got rid of your tracing app
1: specifically for this reason i mean uh, that's more or less the biggest reason why we got rid of it was because people were privacy right privacy
0: rights and the problem is once you create an app that does it the person who owns the app, the way they're going to make money off of that is selling the data from it because that's how uh, most internet services make their money is by selling the data they gather from their users. And so it was inevitable that one of these tracing apps was going to do that. And I'm guessing more of these tracing apps are doing it and we just haven't heard about it yet.
1: I bet they got $50 million
0: for it. Uh, I bet actually more than
1: that, but you're probably right. Mm -hmm. Uh, Do you know who else had a kind of a hard relationship with 50 million? Uh, Apollo's uh, Leon Black addresses his 50 million Jeffrey Epstein relationship. Apollo Global
0: Management Inc. uh, co-founder Leon Black expressed his regrets after being involved with Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, Black reiterated that he had turned to Epstein for financial matters such as taxes, estate planning, and philanthropy after a New York Times report about the billionaire's relationship with Epstein. Uh, With the benefit of hindsight and knowing everything that has come to light about Mr. Epstein's uh, despicable conduct more than 15 years ago, I deeply regret having any involvement with him, Black said in a letter. The Times reported that Black had wired Epstein at least $50 million in the year's After, after he was convicted for soliciting prostitution from a teenage girl.
1: Hmm. It's almost like he's sorry because he got fucking caught and not because he's really sorry. My other thought is that I I feel
0: like this guy may have been being blackmailed by Epstein. You know what I mean? As well. (gasps) But
1: it's in with his name. Right. I feel
0: like... I feel like almost bad for him, but not bad for him, because he was being blackmailed, right? <laughs> Clearly. Uh, the other thing that this shows us, the thing that we've been questioning this whole time, that a lot of people have been questioning, any documentary you see about the Epstein thing, the big question is, where did Jeffrey Epstein get his money from? Right. Where did he get it? Where did it come from? Why did this... Uh, other billionaire decide to just give him a mansion you know a million dollar mansion He just like here's a house you just go ahead and have a house why is this guy like oh yeah here's 50 million dollars for uh what did he what did he say it was for uh philanthropy and estate planning I'm not really sure how that works but my guess is uh there's a whole network of people that are that are also just like this Leon black guy who haven't been caught, who also gave money to Epstein and Maxwell and everybody else involved.
1: I bet many of them are Russian spies.
0: You know, I would not be surprised if there are some Russians involved in this whole uh,
1: Hmm. Epstein debacle. Yeah. It has to be because you know that uh, it's always the Russians fault. If it happens, anything anything at all happens uh, that could be uh, a little like bad it is uh russia's fault hey let's talk about norway uh norway blames russia hey uh for cyber attack on parliament norway has blamed russia for cyber attack on the email system in the norwegian parliament in august Foreign Minister Eino Eriksson called it a serious incident affecting country's most important democratic institution. Based on the information available to the government, it is our assessment that Russia stood behind this activity, she said, without giving any evidence. Hmm. Hmm. Strange how, how you just say it's Russia without any evidence. Hmm. It's almost like I have heard this story before or something. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Moscow has rejected the claim, (laughs) calling it uh, serious and willful provocation. Uh, Ms. Soda said in the statement that Norwegian security and intelligence service were cooperating closely to deal with this matter at the national level. In response, Russian embassy also hit back with an unacceptable announcement saying that there's no evidence has been presented. Millions of cyber attacks are annual committed by a broad against Russian state internet resources. But this does not give us the right to <laughs> incriminately blame authorities of the countries of that of the possible origin, the embassies added. Guess what? I fucking agree.
0: <laughs> right, so what Russia is saying is they're saying, sure, somebody from Russia may have hacked your thing, but that doesn't mean that the Russian government right. did it.
1: Uh, I have met her actually many, 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 many years ago before she got married. Oh, really? Okay. Is she did yeah. you like her? Did you? What? How was the yeah. interaction? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I I I was a vara styre medlem, as they call it. Ooh, say that ten, ten times. Back. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, I was in in uh, the Norwegian like. Uh, 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 what do you call it when people like work together? For, for, example, on in Amazon, if you were like workers, union, union, youth union in Norway. Thank you. It says here in a report and, uh, earlier this
0: year, Norway's military intelligence agency warned that Russia is trying to fuel discord in the country through so-called influence operations aimed at weakening public trust in the government, election processes, and the media. So this is like the it's same like line that before. we've heard about from the U.S. for five <laughs> years, and now all of a sudden the Norway is yeah. doing it. And it's just strange because five years ago is when we reported here that the U.S. started bringing troops into onto the border of Norway and Russia. Right. That was five years ago, and now all of a sudden, oh, by the way, we just happen to have the same line of attack against Russia that the U.S. does. We just happen to have the same exact line of attack now that we have U.S. troops lined up all along our
1: border. I really, really, really want people to go out of their way and see Wag the Dog. Wag the Dog is one of the most amazing movies I know of when it comes to politics. Uh, like, Wag the Dog is all about this, like, about how how people dilute one thing when, when it, it is about other things. And I feel like I'm not going to say this for 110%, like, oh, I am 110% sure of this, but it feels very much, for me, it feels like this is kind of, a Biden help from Norway? A what? A yeah, I'm putting on my tin hat here. I don't. I didn't understand. So, a, a, a a what? It's it's to help Biden in uh in uh, and the Democrats in pushing the Russia Gate thing even more because the Norwegian government doesn't like uh, Trump so they want him out of power. Ah. So I'm putting a tinfoil hat and saying that they are doing this to get more fire behind the Russiagate thing. In Oh,
0: that, that I, I would agree with. I don't think it has anything to do with Biden. Uh, right. I think it has no, to no. do with the national, the U.S. national or international right. security state being like, hey, we want to go to war with Russia. And I believe that all, that this, this sounds like they got a printout directly from America and this lady came out and read this thing directly from the CIA of the
2: United States. Right.
1: So, yeah. Speaking Uh, of the CIA. (laughs) Yeah, talking about collusion. uh, Holy fuck. The governor of Michigan has been uh, uh, lucky.
0: Prosecutors on Tuesday revealed New and shocking details of a case they've built against six men accused of plotting to kidnap the governor of Michigan, Gretchen Whitmere. Holy crap. And we got the pictures yep. of these guys, all very terrifying looking. Um, mm-hmm. And very white. <laughs> yeah, they. well, except for that very last guy. He almost looks a little Indian, doesn't
1: he? Yeah. A little bit. Kind of. Oh.
0: little. Uh, but it says... Uh, Defense attorneys began their efforts to shoot holes in the government's story, suggesting through questions they directed at the FBI agent that some of the plotting was just talk and there was no specific kidnapping plan. Uh, Five of the six defendants sat with chains around their wrists and waist, sometimes nodding to family members and friends in the courtroom. The sixth federal defendant is still in Delaware, where he was arrested. All six of the men are charged... With conspiracy to kidnap and have been held in custody since October 7th, seven other defendants face state charges brought by Michigan Attorney General, including supporting terrorism, gang membership, and possessing a firearm in commission of a felony. Okay. Among the details to emerge Tuesday in testimony from the FBI uh, was that... uh, Oh from Special Agent Richard Task, who counts domestic terrorism specialty, uh, was that they accused the ringleader of revealing his intentions. The Virginia government was... Virginia governor was named by these people. Uh, they were planning mm-hmm. on using a pizza guy disguise. They were going to go there yeah. as a pizza man to try to kidnap her. Uh, and that th- they were doing some kind of training regiment uh the defense took part in a training exercise that including, included silencers, exercises to bust down a door, and extracting a hostage. So.
1: Yeah, so now it's 13 people.
0: Right, what do you think about this whole thing, from? This is
1: a crazy story. Like, cray-cray-cray-cray-crazy. I just... I, 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 I really, really don't know what to say. If this is true, and I do think it's true, it is one heck of a stupid plan. Okay, uh, I have a feeling
0: it, what we're going to find out, out about this is that the FBI kind of entrapped these guys into doing it. I think is what we're gonna. What we found out is that one of the people that kind of pushed this thing to happen was an undercover FBI agent. Is what we found out. Uh, So it's a very good chance that what happened is these guys were being pushed by the FBI into doing something, and then when the FBI found out they might actually do it, then they arrested them. This reminds me very much of the Christmas tree bomber in Portland, Oregon. Do you remember that guy? I do, yeah. Who we ended up finding out he was being pushed by the FBI to do this, and that's the reason he even right. got anywhere near it, and that the mm-hmm. FBI had actually given him bomb-making materials, and then ended up arresting him. So, um, I've a feeling that's what's gonna happen in this situation is we're gonna find out that, yeah, these guys did. They're not good guys. They're bad dudes. They're in a, they're right. you know white supremacists and everything else. Uh, super alt-right, obviously. But I think what we're going to find out is the FBI probably knew that and used it against them to entrap them, mm, causing them to get arrested because the FBI wanted to uh, wanted to arrest them and they needed a reason to and they gave them a reason to.
1: I mean, they can get hard, hard fucking time for this. Maybe they will get 57 years. Uh, they will maybe get out of prison and be in a little trouble with the library if they forget to refund their books. Right. Uh,
0: an overdue library book has been returned nearly 60 years late. Uh, it was left <laughs> in the Middlesbrough Central Library return book this week with a return date of December 1962. 1962. <laughs> wow. Uh, The copy of Jeffrey Farber's poetry anthology, The Buried Stream, was still pristine, uh, the council said. The fine would have been around 5,000 pounds, but the the charges (laughs) have been suspended. 500 pounds. What what did I say? You said 5,000. Oh, my bad, sorry. 500 pounds, but the charges have been suspended during the pandemic as there would be no questions asked, the council's spokesperson (laughs) said. The identity of the borrower has... Is not known. Wouldn't you? I guess maybe they just don't have it on record anymore in the computer system or something.
1: Yeah, I don't think there was a very hardcore computer system over who rented books in 1962. No, I don't think there was (laughs) computer
0: system in 1962. Uh, The librarian said they were grateful to to the anonymous person who returned the book and. Uh, return the book to us as it has been added back to our stock and placed in the reference library for future generations
1: to enjoy yeah he urged anyone else with overdue books to return them while the library was not imposing fines would you would you kind of like if you found the book <laughs> like you had overdue it 57 years would you like I I I would I would keep it in my family. Uh
0: I have a feeling I probably have a book from the library somewhere in my stash (laughs) of books probably. (laughs) Look. It's probably true though. I mean how much could this book possibly be worth? Like let's see, what's the name of it? The Buried Stream. What's the Buried Stream? I'm gonna look it up on
3: Amazon.
0: Yeah, how much is this book actually worth? You know what I mean? Because like, much. it can't be worth five
1: hundred pounds, right? I I would guess. Uh, okay, I'm going to guess a price uh, out uh, of my ass.
2: Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the go. collector's
0: edition, just to let you know. Okay, uh, collector's edition forty pounds. Three dollars and thirteen cents on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> They're far away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that was for the hardcover, by the
1: way, not for the soft cover. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the story makes it uh, a little more uh, worth it.
0: Right. I just wonder if the person, like, who was the person that returned it? My guess is it was like somebody, somebody's Some relative old. passed away and they were cleaning yeah. out their house and they found the book and the, that's probably what happened. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, uh, maybe you can vote for the book because it will definitely be a better president than Trump. Then again, anybody could be a president.
0: I I was just trying to think if a book is – can a book be a citizen because you have to be a U.S. citizen to run for president. Could the book run for president if it's a U.K. citizen? Can a book be a citizen of the
1: country? Mm. I feel like any book that Stephen King writes is a citizen of your maine because every fucking book he writes is from Maine so but uh, talking about uh, candidates general presidential uh, candidates you can vote for uh, there's a new presidential campaign out uh, for everybody's fucking favorite uh, presidential candidate uh, K West.
0: Remember that Jay Aubrey documentary about Kanye? Like, way before any of this presidential stuff, where he was saying, yeah. Oh, I, I think Kanye has gone a little off the end, the deep end, because of his religious uh, affinities, his, his religious views. And that Jay Aubrey documentary was like, Maybe he's just acting this way because now he's really, really religious. Well, let's check out this presidential campaign ad from In 3,
2: 2, 1, play. America what is America's destiny America what is best for our nation our people what is it's just a black and white American flag we have to think about all these things mm-hmm. together as a people he's
0: clearly reading off a piece of paper we right off our screen, screen.
2: We must have <laughs> yes
0: because this people I we'll like
2: like our nation's commitment to and he's not looking at the camera obviously calls the free exercise of religion Including, of course, They could,
0: like, he could have afforded a teleprompter that it would allow him to look right at the screen, but...
2: Our call to a greater right. purpose than ourselves. We are not only a beacon to the world, but we should be servants to each other, to encourage each other, <laughs> to help each other, to lift up each other.
0: Firefighters and
2: people plant a
0: gardener a greenhouse plant plant randomly. With what?
2: With the sure knowledge, <laughs> just a, a random have, you
0: know, river, somebody doing dishes. What do these things have to do with what he's talking about?
2: By building stronger families. I no fucking families are the building blocks of society of a nation by turning I Feel like they just bought stock the kind of nation like B-roll kind of and just added it in. God <laughs> intends us to be I am Kanye West and I approve this message.
1: Yay!
0: Vote Kanye Vote West. Write in Kanye West. Uh, will you? No. <laughs> 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 I did get my um uh Voter pamphlet thing, like the the what? the packet that shows you, oh, this are, these are the people you can vote for. This is what they believe in, whatever. But I haven't actually received my ballot yet, but I'm assuming it's going to come very soon. I'm going to guess that
1: as well. Um, yeah, now this, I, if if you thought 2016's election special we had. Was kind of interesting. I promise you, we'll we will do something like that this year.
0: I don't I think am... you understand what's happening in America. For, like,
1: we
3: can't,
0: we cannot do th- the same thing we did last year because I know the I know. results are not going to be in like till Maybe. a week after. Like we're gonna, we're the election's going to happen on Tuesday. We're gonna watch it together. More than likely, mm-hmm. nothing's gonna come out of it. Wednesday we're gonna talk about it and be like oh we really don't know who won this is my guess <laughs> November 4th me and you are gonna be on the podcast saying we have no idea who won and then the next week uh, a week after November 4th we're gonna we're gonna report on who actually won the election that's my guess all right uh,
1: my guess is that uh, Trump is going to be in the lead in the end of the night because they haven't counted uh, the postal votes. And then he will come out and say he won. And then uh, we will say that he said that he won the day after.
0: I mean, there is a small possibility that what could happen is... Joe Biden blows him out of the water in Florida and what, what, because Florida has early voting and they have mail-in voting as well. So what could happen is, uh, they're allowed to count the the mail-in ballots before the day. So if Biden blows Trump out of the water in Florida that night, what we, even though they won't call it, what we will know from Florida is that Biden has won because there's no path for Trump to win the presidency without winning Florida. So it's totally... it's going to be a big numbers game. Uh, I don't think anybody should take Trump lightly because of no. everything they're going to try as far as um, disrupting the polls and everything. I mean, have you seen the yeah. lines uh, around the country get... for the polls? Yeah. Like 12 yeah. people waiting in line for 12 hours to vote. It's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah.
1: And especially, uh, of course, in black communities, there are less voting polls than white communities and things like that.
0: Yeah, it's it's more just to do with class. Like, uh, places that have less money, uh, they don't give them as much access. It it, it really just comes down to that, yeah.
1: America, America, you will be maybe fucked. Anyway, um, do you think uh, all the presidents uh, of America should be in a union, the presidential union?
0: Uh, no, that sounds like a t- terrible idea. But um, <laughs> I think a, a lot of these powerful people are already in like uh, their own elite union, Stolen right? Stolen bones, right?
2: <laughs> yeah
1: golden box is the union. Well, uh, Trump is going to tell the truth of bring unions back to the United States.
3: Are you a worker and you're not a part of a union? You should shame on you because everything Trump says when it comes to make America great again, the greatest part of American society was brought you Wealth and fortune to the middle class was unions, 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 unions. I do also agree that unions sometimes can be bitchy. They can be, they can be idiots. There, there can be people who do mistakes. But why has it? But every time people from the left and in the unions are doing something wrong, we are lectured about it for years and years and years. Even if the party abandoned those politics, but come to the right. Well, they don't, because everything they have done is right, even if it's wrong. Reagan economics didn't work. It's still right. And the right has something even worse. They, they, they blame the left for annoying the uh, hardcore left facts of history, but they ignore history. Yes, it doesn't happen. It doesn't exist. One man on Bill Maher said, Racial segregation doesn't exist. Racism doesn't exist because America is open for all. Period. Facts? No. Debate? No. Are, do you mean something else? You're hardcore left. Look at the history of Stalin. That is the argument about anything. Uh, one person I know from the United States had a start in, I think it was Walmart, and they have a movie about why you should not join a union. Of course, big corporations and big capitalists are afraid of unions because unions, they have to pay additional wage. They have to treat the workers good. They don't do that today. People are getting poor because the unions are getting poorer. The workers' rights are disappearing because the unions are disappearing. We will not get it better. It doesn't help if the stocks and bonds go up in the air because you don't fucking get your share no place in history have people on the top voluntarily give something to the people on the bottom it's had never happened never 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 you say about european democracy and scandinavian democracy and so on they didn't come up because they were asking nicely the first labor unions trying to start in in norway in the middle of the 1800s they were crushed down because people didn't have the right to vote. And people saw them as uh, yes, rebels and people who want to disturb public order. Disturb public order. Listen to that one, you fuck faces. That is what's happening. We are back in the 1800s. People are getting more and more angry. And when people are getting more and more angry, they don't give a shit. And when they don't give a shit, they can get serious consequences for everybody else. Because when people come in this situation... When they had nothing to lose, they really want people like Trump. Or they were be, be people even worse. That is not what's happening. I want America to be great again. I want the world to be great again. But that we not, what, what we have now is monopoli- monopolistic capitalism. A pure big fucking companies who, who owns everything, sit on every side on the table, are not charged or ruled by any law at all. We have sold our democracy. We have screwed the working class. And we need to fucking come back. You have to join a union. And if your boss gave you five on that, you shall fucking screw him into fucking hell. Yes, because there are no nice way to win anymore. There are no nice way to do anything anymore. If you want to win, you have to go for it the hard way. Yeah. You do. Because they are. They are shooting people in the fucking street. They are stopping you from the vote. They are, they are putting surveillance on you. Because they say, like, yeah, we have to fight the terrorists. Why they are selling the fucking same terrorist weapons. The, the real terrorists. Yeah. That's fucking what's happening. You need a fucking revolution. But it's not a bloody one. You need to you go and vote. Go and turn on the unions stand by each other think about something else than your fucking self one thing that is what you're gonna do join a fucking union if there aren't a union on your work start one and make fucking hell raise hell let next year be the year of fucking labor unions come back this was Tron the Tron tells the truth thank
1: you Tron Uh, do you agree Uh, I think he kind
0: of has a misunderstanding of how uh, corporations in America have broken up unions. Uh, Mm -hmm. I worked for a large corporation for a while as somebody who had access to management materials. And in our management handbook at this corporation that I'm not going to name, there was a whole section on what to do if employees decided they wanted to start a union and how to break it up. Uh, look into how Amazon has dealt with unions even just since the COVID thing has happened and how they've broken up unions here in America. It's not as easy as just, oh, just start a union in America.
2: Right.
1: Uh, Okay. Uh, Hey, Uh, do you want to email us? Guess what? We have an email address. I think it's citizen at gmail.com. We are on Twitter, at PodcastADC, at PodcastADC. We have a Facebook group. It's called Another Digital Citizen. Uh, On Facebook, you just become a member there. It's free. Uh, Do we have any comments?
0: Uh, We got, (coughs) I think, what we got... uh is a recommendation for a topic um so okay. i'm going to we'll talk we'll talk about that off air but it's the what seems to be a psychic so maybe i'll look into that and see if we can get her on the show maybe i've already
1: sent her an email maybe i have not let me guess you have i have <laughs> Hey, we like uh, things that are silly and fun. Uh, Guess what? CBS is sued by actors over NCIS New Orleans robbery scene. Why is that?
0: Uh, A crazy jewelry heist scene in NCIS New Orleans got way too real for the actors involved. Uh, The two actors involved in the scene, along with the jewelry store owner, have filed a lawsuit in L.A. against CBS for allegedly misleading them into a realistic guerrilla-style armed ro- robbery in broad daylight. According to the suit, Ooh. the owner of the store next to the jewelry store understandably called 911 after seeing the actors jump out of an unmarked van in ski masks carrying realistic assault rifles, <laughs> yelling, This is a robbery! This prompted the comps- cops to race to the scene and point their very real guns at the weapon's uh, very real guns at the actors who say they could have been killed by the officers if they had made one false move uh, the three men claim the ordeal was terrifying and traumatizing uh this is why they're suing CBS for damages from yeah, <laughs> how does this happen? How does this happen? <laughs>
1: I don't know, but it is incredibly, incredibly funny. Wouldn't there be, like, a camera crew there
0: that would be, like... (laughs) You know what I mean? Or were they filming this TV show with, like, security cameras? What's going on here? Hey, did you know there's uh,
1: something called Corona?
0: I've heard of it, yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, Because of that, uh, Walt Disney announces reorganization to focus on streaming. Hey, it's almost like I said this would happen or something.
0: <laughs> yeah, on Monday, the company announced a massive reorganization of its media entertainment business that will focus on developing productions that will debut on its streaming and broadcasting services. Disney Media Businesses, Ad and Distribution, and Disney Plus will now operate under the same business unit, uh, they are saying. So. Yeah. And as we know so they is. own Hulu as well. Yep. Uh, yep. and they own what? ESPN Plus they own and right. they have partial ownership in HBO Max as well. Basically Disney owns all the streaming services you have except for right. Netflix. Netflix. Right. And right. Amazon Prime. Those are the only ones and, that Disney don't own.
1: <laughs> and Apple TV. <laughs> right, but who uses Apple who who uses Apple TV? <laughs> I was just going to say because we so much care, care about Apple TV nowadays. Yeah, people have forgotten that uh, that even exists. I think. <laughs> I mean, if you had if you had to pick less su- successful streaming service, QB or Apple TV? Uh,
0: probably Quibi, but just because they spent so much money on it.
1: Yeah, yeah. True. they put true. way more
0: money in Quibi than they got out of it. Where Apple, they kind of got a little bit of something with the whole... Um, uh, the origi- the initial launch of it, they had a, a fairly good turnout. But that was before all these other streaming services started to pop up, right? Uh, they were kind of the first one to take on Netflix and Amazon, so... Mm-hmm.
1: Hey, do you know how I know it's almost Halloween? How? Uh, There are so many new Halloween shows coming to TV that I'm almost exaggerated uh, and stuffed with it. Let's talk about the show that I said. And I quote. Uh, uh, I, I quote everybody and said, hey, on Friday I will be busy because I'm going to watch... The Haunting of Blind Manor, because that is going to be one of the best series I have seen this year. Guess what? It wasn't.
0: (laughs) Yeah, this came out as well as the new season of Haunting of Hill House, right?
1: No, this is the new season of uh, Haunting of Hill House.
0: Oh, I thought that... Oh, okay. I thought that... Oh, so it's just like a spin-off? Okay.
1: Right. Uh, It's an anthology series... Again, like well, more 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 than that. Uh, uh, each season is a new new uh, new place. So, like uh, like uh, American Horror Story, right? Okay. Like, so one season is about one thing. Yeah. So this is the Hunting of Blime Manor. Uh, I I found <laughs> I found a thing in the Guardian. I love the Guardian, by the way. Uh, uh, and a girl there uh, that uh, writes uh, movie reviews, and she says in the in the end of uh, of her review, she says, "Anyway, if you're all, all up for a relatively plotless bit of atmospheric, enjoy your time up there, manner. Fans of Hill House will hope to return to a spooky form next time. This for." For fuck's sake. Like, this is, isn't this is isn't horror. It isn't a horror show anymore. Like, the first two episodes, I was like, eh, uh, this is atmospheric. It's like, it's it, it's okay. The t- two next one, I was like, is this a thriller? And then the two next ones, uh, six and, yeah, uh, five and six, uh, it's all, uh, all of a sudden... Uh, a love story, and 7 and 8, I won't spoil because people haven't seen it yet, but but it's like, it is so slow, it is so trite, and it is one of the worst, well, I had very, very, very high expectations, and none of my expectations were met, other than that it, it is incredibly beautiful, very good shot, but I don't fucking care <laughs> because nothing was going on for eight uh, uh, episodes. Like, there was nothing going on, like, at all. All right, what about so a score? <sighs> 3.5 three, three, three out of 10. Okay.
0: Uh, I saw something you saw last week, uh, but I saw, what, episode one and episode two of Soulmates. Yeah. I don't like this show. (laughs) I do. It's not that it's bad, it's just, it's not good. The first episode is way better than the second episode, which I think you disagreed with me about. Oh, yeah, yeah. The second episode is complete
1: garbage. I love the second episode. The second episode, episode. would
0: be good if this was a series. If this was a series with ten episodes, the second episode we would, would be good if it was the seventh episode. But having it be the second episode makes no sense because what you've created a concept, and then in the second episode you, uh, mix that. You take that concept and you shift it so that uh it's no longer like a um you're no longer explaining the concept of uh, that there are soulmates in the world. Now you're trying to, like, um, what's a good word for it? Tarantino, the concept. But you're doing it in the second episode when we still haven't gotten the full explanation of what what it entails to be a soulmate, right? So if that episode would have been the seventh episode, I would have been okay with it. But having it be the second episode made me go... This show doesn't know what it wants to be. It's tr- it's trying to it it's trying to be something that it's not. Each episode is clearly written by a different person, which makes oh, yeah. me go. Uh, the show doesn't have a coherent um, meaning. It's just whatever the person who wrote that episode wants it to mean, uh, which I dislike about that. But that's kind of why I don't like anthology shows to begin with, which this is. Right. Still, the acting was pretty decent, so I'll give it a six, but I did not like it.
1: Huh. Um, uh, I have to ask you, did you see uh, the second episode of Next? Uh, no, I did not. Okay, okay. Because I, I decided that I liked that show as well this this week. Uh, to the lake! Uh, this is a Russian horror show uh, on Netflix. Um... It's a very good Russian horror show on Netflix. Uh, I have to say that I saw, I saw it with English subs because I was kind of doing other things as well. Um, the translation is totally okay, uh, but I I really liked acting in this. I really like. Uh, uh, Probably uh, everything about this. I really uh, enjoyed the the child acting in this. is actually very, very good. Uh, I think this is one of my favorite horror shows of the year. I'm going to give it a seven and a half.
0: Okay, I saw a show on, what was this on, NBC... Uh, I don't know what to call this show. Um, drama. I guess I'll call it. Uh, it was called Connecting on NBC. Okay. Uh, this is a COVID nineteen Zoom show where everything is done. All what? the the whole thing is done with Zoom, uh. Right, and it's a bunch of friends talking to each other over Zoom about what's going on, and it feels out of. It feels completely out out of date because they're talking about. COVID in a way where we would have talked about it six months ago, probably when they made the show, right? But mm. it's not relevant to now because of how people are not treating COVID the same way they did six months ago, if that makes sense. Mm. Uh, it has a bunch of good actors that you would know in it. Uh, uh, Parvesh China, you would know him. Uh, it, there's a There's a few people in here you would definitely know. The show itself, though, being, like, a show based on people talking to each other over Zoom is really not good. Uh, poorly done. They try to make it interesting in a way where uh, they are describing each person's um, life and how how they're getting along now that they're stuck at home or whatever. And then what in the end of this first episode... The last character comes onto the Zoom Zoom call, and it it's a doctor in New York, and she goes on to talk about oh how hard her life is. When all the other people on the Zoom call had been talking about oh I have to be around my kids all the time, I have to do this or that. But then the last person to come on the call is a doctor saying, oh I have to decide whether people live or die. Um, in that sense, it was incredibly outdated, even though it's probably it was probably made a few months ago. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm gonna give it a three point five. Ooh. Do not recommend uh, I, s-
1: I saw The Cabin with Bert Crusher. Is that his name?
0: Yeah, I like him. He's funny.
1: Shirtless uh, guy, right? Yes, the shirtless guy. Uh, this is him going to the cabin with some celebrities. Uh, uh, for example, Caitlyn Ken- uh, Jenner is in one of the two first episodes. I don't really like him. Uh, I have never liked them. Uh, but I actually like this show. Uh, this makes him seems like a very like normal human being. What is the uh, show? The cabin. No, what is, but- what is the show about? Oh, it,
0: all you uh, said was uh, it's him and he goes to a cabin with celebrities. I don't know what that means.
1: Well, he, uh, he, his his uh, wife. Is worried that he can't, like... Is this uh, a sitcom?
0: Is this a interview show? No, is this a
1: reality, reality show? Reality, show. reality, reality show. show. Okay. Yes. So his wife is worried that he can't balance, like, uh, uh, being him and and uh, have a normal life and, like, uh, things like that. So sh- she has sent him to a cabin to be alone and reflect. And, and instead of that, he is... Uh, smoking marijuana and things like that. And I really liked it. It, 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 it is uh, 20-something minutes, and uh, it's perfectly fine. I, I give it a six. Okay. Um... I laughed sometimes. Twitter
0: seems to be doing something completely crazy right now, by the way. I'm seeing a lot of journalists being censored right now. I'm just going to point that out. I don't know what's going on, but I'm seeing it happen right now. Um, Another show I saw, Phantom Signals, on the Science Channel, From I saw this as well. Did you? This was a very Discovery Channel show. It was incredibly, like, the most... Boring, kind of put to. I wouldn't say it was boring. There are interesting things in this, right? It is, but I mean... it's very Discovery Channel, not very well edited, yes. very standard, like uh, monologue over the top of kind of found footage stuff. Um, right. M- this is the show itself is about phantom signals, meaning uh, radio broadcasts that came from somewhere and they didn't know where they came from, right? Right. So the first thing they talk about is uh, the cosmonaut who went up into space, and you they could hear him for like a few seconds until obviously he died. Um, but then they did another one about uh, Ghost Tape Ten, which is not really a phantom signal when you think about it,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? Because no, definitely not. Yeah, it's it. It was very well known that it happened, so I
1: don't know why oh, yeah, that's yeah. considered a phantom signal. Right. I was almost expecting them to have an episode of Lucy Ball. <laughs> yeah, I've heard about that, Lucy Ball. <laughs> hearing voices in her t- tooth.
0: In her teeth, right. I've
1: heard yeah. about that, yeah. You yeah, know, I thought it was a very discovery, discovery uh, 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 show. I agree. Uh, I am not going to bother to see more than the two episodes I saw. Uh, I give it a three. Oh, you saw two episodes? I did I could
0: only find one episode of it. Maybe... Well, I did watch it earlier in the week, so there possibly was one out later in the week, When, but... I, I think that's a so two. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I just couldn't... I, it, I didn't find one when I was watching it, I guess yeah. is my point, okay. but... Uh, yeah, it's not a show that you're like, oh, I really have to see more of this because it's so good. No. Exactly.
1: What score did you give it? I'm going to give it a four. Okay. Hey, Luke, are you a 16-year-old girl? I don't think so. Okay. Uh, then you will not like Emily in Paris. Um, I... So, I I like kitschy soap things. So, this is made... I didn't know this, but this is actually made by the same people that made uh, Sex in the City. Okay. And I... I don't don't really dislike Sex and City. I think Sex and City has its good seasons and its bad seasons. Right. Uh, This is in a very middle-of-the-road Sex and City show just in Paris. It is about this girl. Guess what she's called?
0: I have no idea
1: called Emily Embarrass. Paris.
0: Look, that was the joke. Oh, I see. <laughs> I, I don't know.
1: But anyway, she, she moves to Paris. <laughs> like That was the whole fucking joke. Anyway, uh, it's not uh, very good. I'm not the 16-year-old girl. Uh, uh, the girl that I saw this with uh, called it the uh, 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 soap opera for fifteen year year old girls, uh, but yeah, I am going to give it a very nice and very cozy three point
0: five. Let's see, what else did I say? I saw, uh, Walking Dead: World Beyond. I think you saw yeah. saw this, um, or as I like to call it, Young Walking Dead, just like the young. <laughs> young Indiana Jones chronicles except for The Walking Dead
1: basically. But it was more interesting enough because I I think I think I I, I am going to guess that I liked it more than you. But I I, I found it more interesting because of that that dynamic, other than one very, very, very big problem. What a bunch of stupid kids
0: I, I did not think these child actors were very good actors, is the problem, that I had uh, with this show. Uh, they also chose, specifically chose these people, uh, or these kids, for, like, they wanted a certain demographic, which I understand. Right. But they cho- they didn't choo- choose good actors, is the problem. Like, this show would be great if they had good child actors. And they don't. Um hmm but still, it is better than Fear of the Walking Dead. Uh, yeah, and I think better. maybe that is skewing me a little bit, but I'm still gonna go five yeah. right in the middle. This is still just Young Indiana Jones Walking Dead yeah. edition.
1: I give it a six, actually. Uh, it's it's nothing I'm like going to like uh, seek out, but uh, yeah, I liked it enough.
0: It just felt like if the Disney Channel did Walking Dead, this is what the show would be.
1: A little, yes. Uh, I saw The Boys uh, season two. Holy fuck, I love that show. I mean, I like I, I like the anti-hero uh, anti uh, show. It is so violent, it is so funny, it is so full of blood and gore and humor, and it is so on the point, and I can't fucking wait for season three. Uh, I give it a 10 out of 10.
0: Yeah, I never liked that show, but now everybody is saying how great season two is, and I'm like, I, I didn't like season one, so I don't really feel like watching season... I don't feel like finishing season one even, but... Everybody's now right. raving about it, but I, I still... I'm, it's the superhero show thing that I just... I'm not into it. Even though it's like a not-superhero superhero show, right? Right. It's still just not my... Not my bag, baby. Uh, on the CW, a show called Devils came out this week. Season yeah, 1, episode 1.
2: About
0: it's yeah. about uh, the stock market uh, right before the crash in 2008. Uh, and about mm-hmm. people... In the people who are in the stock market and what they're doing to like, um, mon, uh, what what's number wise what they're doing right before the two thousand eight crash. Um.
1: But do you know what I'm going to call this? I'm going to call it boring billions. Did you see this? That is, yeah. Oh, okay. I, I saw this because you said you saw it, and I didn't know it was out. Right. Okay. And uh, I love billions. Billions is one of my favorite, like uh, that kind of shows. But right, then, okay. this is this this is boring. This it is was so like boring. trying to be
0: Wolf of Wall Street, the TV show, but not yeah. interesting. Um, I mean, just the very opening part felt very much like Wolf of Wall Street, uh, except much. more yeah. in the two thousands. Uh, the acting is good, though. Would you agree the acting oh, yeah. in the show is good? Uh, the mm-hmm. story is boring. The concept of it is boring uh, a lot of it is confusing unless you know a, a whole lot about the stock market right which mm-hmm. guess what the mm-hmm. stock market is boring <laughs> so overall the show is pretty boring but the acting is good i'm gonna give it a
1: 6.5 oh you're nicer than me i was uh at six oh we're still close though yeah 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 definitely Uh, what was the last thing I saw? Uh, Suspicious Minds. Uh, Suspicious Minds. Do you know uh, a very short story about that song? Uh, Do you know that uh, uh, Elvis hated that song? Uh, no. I
0: don't know a lot about
1: Elvis. I never was really into Elvis, so... So, so this is a show from twenty twenty because if you search for it on on IMDb and things like that, uh, you will not find it. Uh, it's it's definitely very not good. Okay, <laughs> uh, I I I think I think uh, I, I, I I really don't know. What I I I, I can say about it without like totally uh, um, uh, destroy the show either? So like it is about absolutely nothing. Uh, I felt like I was watching nothing, and I have I have to uh, uh, say that this is more murder porn. Uh, and it's bad murder porn, it's like, uh, because it's like, we meet a family, for example, that has lost uh, their son, a tragic story, and it's very much like, uh, 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 we have like, voiceover, like, telling us, was this the brother? Was it the sister? Or even, was it the dad?
0: Oh, so it's like a thing where you're supposed to solve the murder thing. Right. Okay.
1: And it's like, it's very clear who the family thinks has done it. And then you find out it is what the family said in the first two minutes. It was that killed her. Like It is so incredibly boring. I give it a one.
0: All right, the last thing I saw, which I know you saw, so I don't know how that was the last thing you saw, but Trickster on, what, oh, yeah. CBC, Canadian Broadcasting. So this was a Canadian show, Trickster, mm-hmm. uh, about a kid whose life is not easy. His mom is, what, uh, she's not well, I guess, uh, but kind of also just a drug addict, alcoholic, uh she doesn't really care about herself enough to care about her own kid uh, he's mm-hmm. also what a drug dealer but he's doing but he's also doing really well in school trying to hold down a job and then this guy shows up and is like your mom owes me a few thousand dollars if you don't get me that money I'm gonna kill kill your mom so he has to find a way to get this money uh, as soon as possible right uh, but this it's not really about that because this is more like a sci-fi show where a mysterious stranger kind of turns his life upside down. That's why it's called trickster. Cause this is all based in, um, in what Canada, but in uh, like a indigenous part of Canada where like a uh, more native Canadian people are living. Right. Right. Or at least so he, Luke, him and his family are. And then there's, you know, kind right. of the white
1: rednecks around them as well. Full disclosure, I've seen... I, I, I knew about this show because I have read the books. So this is based on a, a series of books. Okay. Uh, I, I think the books are okay. It's very youth no- novel. Well, books, I mean, the Trickster
0: uh, concept is an old folklore of Native American and Native Canadian uh, folklore trickster is like oh. the coyote coyote in native american fol- folklore is he's called the trickster because he's like yeah. uh, it, it, the folklore is that he like he goes around and steals babies and does things like that uh the trickster is a folklore of native american culture and that's where this okay. concept comes from right so okay
1: i didn't know that right so, did you
2: like
0: this show? Uh, yeah, I loved this show. I thought it was really good. At least the first episode. That's all I've seen of it, right? Uh, but n- maybe I liked it more because I know the folklore of the Native American history. and That, that had a lot to do with it. Uh, the idea of the trickster in, in folklore. Uh, so, if you didn't get that, maybe you didn't like it as much. But to me, this show did a really good job... Of getting me hooked in the first episode to go, oh, what's going to happen next? Because we still, even after the first episode, don't really know what this trickster is up to, right? Right. Uh, And it also, the acting was very good. The drama was incredible. I mean, the very first scene is the mom coming out of nowhere to kill this guy's dog, right? And that made you go, what the fuck is this show? Uh, So overall, I gave this a nine.
1: Wow. Uh, do you know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of uh, that uh, Nordic show that I, you liked and I didn't, uh, where the guy has uh, is the son of Thor and has like magical powers. Kind of, uh, it's kind of like that show. If you remember that show, that uh, he has lightning out of his hands. No, I don't remember that. Do you remember that? Okay, anyway, I I did not super enjoy this. I think this is uh, as far from each other we have been in quite a while. Uh, I give it a three. Uh, I, I found it very boring, very trite. I I didn't enjoy it. Uh, I'm going to give it a second episode. Like you said, I like the, I like the ending, uh, but I... Didn't like anything else, uh, to be honest. Okay, did you give it a score? Yeah, three.
0: Oh, wow. That's a, a lot lower than yeah. me. I, I yeah. think this show has potential. I think the acting was really good. I mean, you only saw one episode, but I feel like yeah, yeah. this show is going to get better. Uh, because I know kind of the idea of the trickster. Maybe that helps, because mm-hmm. I kind of know what's going to happen. But uh, yeah, you've read the book, so I'm I'm surprised. But maybe that also has to do with it. You read the books, and so now you have an expectation of what it's supposed to be. Here's the thing. Other Native American tricksters, this is in Wikipedia. Uh, The Plains Indians, he is known as Ikatomi, the spider, in the Pacific Northwest. He is a raven. Uh, The Great Hare in the Woodlands. The Rabbit in the Southeast. Coyote in the Plains and West. Uh, the blue jay or mink in the northeast coast, in many parts of the country, we find the trickster as the coyote, the raven, and other popular figures. So yeah, it's the trickster is like a concept from Native American folklore all around the Americas, I guess.
1: Yeah, no, I, I am uh, like I said, I'm going to give it another episode. Like I said, I am, I'm never. I never say never. Uh, it's just like I'm, I, I'm, 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 uh, <laughs> I'm happy that we for once disagree very much. I yeah, totally. found it very style, stylish, and and cool, and give it a nine, and I give it a, a three. And that's pretty far away from each other. I
0: think the other thing I liked about this is it didn't feel like a lot of other TV shows right now. It felt very different, so that helped the score for me. Really. Yeah, it felt it, it felt different. more more independent. It felt more gritty <laughs> than other shows. So it, it felt like they didn't have a million dollar budget, right? So
1: Oh definitely. I agree I agree I agree with that. Well, cook this show is getting better and better.
0: Yeah, like we said last week, each episode seems to be progressively one step above the episode before it, and this one was no different. Mm-hmm. Uh Episode 5, Oaktown Get Down, Keith and his friends head to an Oakland artist salon where he hopes to get in in the good graces of the East Bay's artistic elite, right, because he lost his job as an artist with this big company, so now he's trying Mm -hmm. to kind of get in with the underground artists, so he goes to this Oakland salon, meaning like a get together, uh, to try to to try to get in good with these people because th- he wants to be part of this art collective. Really? That's really what it comes down mm. to.
1: You know, this is what's funny. This is like, now, now I understand the characters. Maybe, maybe it's just like, it, it is funny. It's just like it. I left off the storyline. I understand where they're going. I, yeah, I, I, I can't say much bad about this episode, to be honest.
0: Right, and we got some new interesting characters, and then we some returning characters. Uh, I like the part where his friend uh, <laughs> is sitting on the couch, and he's like, oh, the, he's, this is such a comfortable couch. He's hanging out, and the woman's like, oh, would you want to sit back like this? And he's like, oh, you want me to sit back, huh, on the couch? All right. And it turns out mm-hmm. that the couch is just like a art piece and he's turned into like a she's turning him into a piece of art right it's it's very right.
1: funny. you know it's it's like i i, I just uh, sometimes uh, like the animation thing is is still sometimes the very confusing part of it i think right i think i think that is the worst part about the show is the animation parts and i find that very like disturbing but it it worked in this episode. Uh, yeah, I think so. And um, overall,
0: I mean, I'm gonna give this episode a seven. Uh, yeah, I'm going to give it a seven
1: and a half, actually.
0: Yeah, I might agree with I'm... you. I, this this episode just felt like it was really knew what it, what it, where it was going and knew the characters yeah. and the jokes, while not being out laugh out loud funny. A lot of them are yeah. like, oh. Uh, what's a good word for the kind of funny it is? Um, sarcastic, funny, dry humor, right. that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: and uh, I think we both. Yeah, I'm very much looking forward to see the three last episodes.
0: Yeah, I'm. Uh, and then we'll move on to something else. Which uh, we'll see what what happens when we get to there. I we haven't even thought about what we're gonna do next. But this show's been oh, fun oh. so
1: far. So. Do you think we uh, produced any antichrome when we were watching it?
0: Adrenochrome? Uh, Mm
1: -hmm. uh, It's possible. So, that's the thing that we're going to watch about, because you found a conspiracy theory. Yeah, we're going to talk about uh, adrenochrome
0: harvesting conspiracy. Holy fuck, this is a
1: weird conspiracy.
0: Uh, yeah, uh, let's talk about adrenochrome first. Adrenochrome is a chemical compound uh, produced by the oxidation of adrenaline. Uh, despite a similar similarity to chemical names, it is unrelated to chromium or chrominium.
1: I mean, yeah, I I have never, ever heard about this before this week. I am going to be completely honest with you. I have never, ever heard about it before you wanted it to be a main topic.
0: Uh, well, yeah, I mean, we're, we're just going to... We'll talk about the conspiracy theory here in a second. Uh,
1: but why don't you go into the effects... Yeah, but I haven't, he- heard, about the, I haven't heard about the... The, the, the drug? The, the, the drug. Oh, okay.
0: Um, I mean, I guess in popular culture... In 1954, that the book *Doors of Perception* by Aldous Huxley. He wrote about it in the 1950s in his book, uh, and he he said it was he had, he said they had linked uh, symptoms to me- mescaline intoxication, although he said he had never consumed it. Uh, in *Clockwork Orange*, 1962, the protagonist is, and his friends are drinking drug-laced milk. Uh, they in that they reference um, it being uh, adrenochrome Hunter S. Thompson in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas in 1971 uh, he talks about adrenochrome in that um, so there has been references to it in the past uh, many times
1: oh yeah I have heard a reference I never like took it to mean anything I guess, before this week. Well, you, you sent me a clip of where where he takes this drug in the movie. And uh, I remember that scene, but I, I, I don't remember that I went like, oh, I, I thought it was something like very strange or very <laughs> weird because he took a lot of drugs.
0: Sure, right. Um the thing about adrenochrome is there isn't a lot of evidence that it is a drug. <laughs> right. And why is that? Uh, it's says here, the effects on the brain, several small scale studies conducted in the 1950s and sixties reported that adrenochrome triggered psychotic reactions, uh, such as thought disorder and derilization. Uh, some researchers claim that adrenochrome is a neurotoxic, uh, neurotoxic substance and may play a role in schizophrenia and other mental illnesses Mm, but it says here adrenochrome theory of schizophrenia waned despite some evidence that it may be psychosomatic and adrenochrome was not detectable in people with schizophrenia in the early 2000 Mm. insurance was renewed by the discovery that adrenochrome may produce normally as an intermediate in the formation of Neuromelanin, a dark pigment found in the brain, which is structurally related to melanin, like in the skin. Uh, right. The finding may be significant because adrenochrome is a detoxified, is detoxified at least partially uh, by glut glutinous s transfer. Uh, some studies have found genetic defects in the gene for this enzyme. Uh, so. Like in the 1950s and 60s, they believed it had some kind of uh, psycho psychoactive uh, sub. It was a psychoactive substance, but the now they don't believe that to be the case. Hmm. It says adrenochrome is an unscheduled by the Controlled Substances Act in the United States but it is not approved as a drug product by the Food or Drug Administration. It is produced as a dietary supplement. Uh, it must comply with the good manufacturing practices in the United States. Mm. So well, let's get into the conspiracy behind Adrenochrome. Bro. Why don't you go into that
1: Wired article? <laughs> when you said this, I was so happy. I uh... Blood Harvesting Conspiracy. I I mean, I I saw it in the clip as well, when Hunter S. Thompson, played by John Depp, is uh, taking blood. The dark virality of... Sorry. uh, Hollywood Blood Harvesting Conspiracy. A century-old Semitic myth is spreading freely on the far right corner of the social media. Suggesting a new digital uh, age has arrived. The dark ages uh, were a rifle plague fanatic accusation with laws securely fed off of blood of children. In 2020, (laughs) uh, we are to beset with a plague, rampant medical misinformation, Uh, a rumor that the global elite torture children to harvest the chemical and adrenochrome? I really want to call it adrenochrome. Is that correct? I think either one's fine. Okay. From their blood, which they inject in order to stay healthy and young. So this is really a vampire conspiracy, more or less. Uh,
0: I mean, this article is... uh... Relating it back to the idea of the anti Semitic trope of like the Jews uh, feeding off the blood of children, which was like a you know 1950s anti Semitic racist trope.
1: Yeah, the Andronochrome uh, harvesting conspiracy theory is a, a potent example of a hidden virality in the ways that it's uh, which. Uh, uh, animate uh, social media platforms outside of the mainstream view, named by the researcher Brick Paris and Joan Lonan, Hidden virality describes dominant content in specific pockets of the internet that are largely unseen by journalists and mass audience, making them difficult for social media companies to identify and act upon. The impact of hidden virality cannot be stopped by retrospectively banning a few thousand Twitter accounts that outspaces the terms and service. Even uh, with early inventions by Reddit and uh, recent movements of Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok to crack down down on, on and during Chrome harvesting uh, conspiracy. It remains a conversation for something, some online communities. What uh, big uh, online community are we talking about there, Luke?
0: I think uh, it started with the whole Pizzagate thing, but even. It's kind of a culmination of a whole lot of different conspiracy theories, uh, Mm -hmm. including QAnon, Pizzagate, and other. uh, Like we said, some very specifically anti-Semitic ideas of, like, uh, the Jews are running the world kind of thing. Um, But this is the Hollywood elite, which a lot of these same kind of right-wing QAnon people believe that Hollywood is run by the Jews, right? So it's very connected in that way, where they're kind of, like, saying... uh, They're saying all these conspiracy theories kind of come together uh, to be to be backed by this one idea that Hollywood elites are harvesting adrenochrome to stay young. uh, And QAnon kind of became obsessed with this. uh, When uh, COVID started happening, it started to really kind of pop off as a conspiracy theory because it says here, uh, the compound has become an object of fascination among COVID-19 truthers of QAnon, the uh, the fringe, baseless theory that well-sourced government agent Q has intel about global cabal of dem- Democrat and Hollywood pedophiles through cryptic and grandi- grandiose messages known as Q-drops. Uh, for conspiracy theorists, Adrenochrome represents a mystical, psychedelic, favored by the global elites for drug-crazed satanic rights derived from torturing children to harvest their oxidized hormo- hormonal fear, a kind of real-life staging of M- Pixar movie Monsters, Inc. QAnon also likes to say that Monsters, Inc. is a Hollywood telling on itself, uh, says a QAnon researcher. Um, mm. The highest-profile adrenochrome incident took place in 2018 when Google CEO Sundar... Pichai was questioned at the House Judiciary Committee about the conspiracy called Frazzledrip, uh, a theory which involved a mi- mist- mythical video supposedly squirreled away on Ath- Anthony Weiner's laptop that if leaked would show Hillary Clinton and Huma Aberdeen performing sa- satanic sacrifices in which they <laughs> slurped the child's blood while wearing masks carved from the child's face. Uh, like the skin of their face, bro. Uh, wow. The- this video was supposedly depicted a depicted adrenochrome harvesting. It never materialized, but the drug has since been a common reference in conspiracy theories on the far right. So that's where it kind of started was with, uh, with this well, kind of with the Pizzagate stuff. But um, they believe this frazzle drip uh, video is out there, and it was on Anthony Weiner's laptop. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, what do you think about that whole thing?
1: Yeah, you no, know, that, that is cray-cray that it comes back to Anthony Weiner. It so, it's so strange because we, 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 uh, we just saw uh, uh, the, t- the two-episode show about Comey, and uh, he, he was in that as well because of the email scandal. Uh, of Hillary
2: Clinton.
1: So it's kind of strange that he again <laughs> pops up here in this conspiracy as well. Uh,
0: I mean, it, like I said, uh, uh, this kind of takes a lot of other conspiracies and blends them into this one mm-hmm. conspiracy. Uh, it says here on Tuesday, oh, a QAnon on Promoter named Majoria Taylor Greene won 57% of the vote in Republican primary in Georgia at the 14th Congressional District, all but ensuring her victory in November. Uh, She said, there's a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to take this global global cabal of Satan-worshipping pedophiles out, and I think we have the president to do it, Greene said in a video in 2017. So this is a lady who's actually going to be elected into co- congress uh, this year for
1: <sighs>
0: fantastic
1: <laughs> that is that is what we m- need more nutcases cases in the senate I mean, uh, so to, yeah. I, I, I'm going to go into, I guess, going.
0: What do you think the idea here is, as far as like why the, um, why these celebrities would want to, uh, get this drug from?
1: What I do you mean? Th- it, it,
2: uh,
1: like uh, according according to to them, uh, uh, I mean, it has to keep them youthful and happy, and it's. Very, very hardcore drunk.
0: Uh, yeah, I think it has something to do with, like... When the, these conspiracy theorists see celebrities, and these celebrities look kind of... They don't age all that Which much.
2: They?
0: Yeah. Right? It might be plastic surgery, but these conspiracy theorists believe that it's adrenochrome that's keeping these uh, people young, I guess, is the thing. Uh, and then there there's a whole conspiracy that... Um, the reason a lot of the uh, celebrities got COVID-19 uh, this year, it says here, Adrenochrome is a popular topic in conspiracy theories. It's a drug of the Hollywood elites. It's harvested, in to- harvested from tortured children in satanic rituals, they re- reckon. Most celebrities qual- classified as liberal Hollywood elite uh, are American or British, and the two nations have struggled to manage the COVID-19 outbreak. Uh, Adrenochrome harvesting, according to the conspiracies, is done by drinking blood, uh, heart surgery, or tapping into the brainstem of children. The adrenaline glands are located above the kidneys, so that's probably uh, where you really want to look, though. (laughs) Right? Uh...
1: This reminds me of American Horror Story uh, Hotel. Where uh, Lady Gaga was a vampire and has kids uh, to uh, eat the blood of kids in the TV show. Okay. Yeah. It's to make them vampires as well. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah.
0: Uh, one story so a, centered yeah. around a Washington pizza called Comet Ping Pong whose owner received hundreds of threatening messages in December 2016. Although this theory has been thoroughly debunked, it lives on in certain parts of the internet. Uh, This evolution of harvesting adrenochrome from children in a trafficking ring uh, has then been introduced. Adrenochrome, according to theories, is a Hollywood drug taken in satanic rituals. Uh, Some theories claim that the blood is drained from children who are kept on farms and tortured for their adrenochrome. Others claim the compound is harvested from the adrenaline gland in the brain. Uh, Reports from the conspiracy theorists often reference friends or sources who claim to have seen the extraction process firsthand or who have photographs of children being tortured in camps. Conspiracy theorists also claim that Tom Hanks contracted COVID-19 from a tainted batch Of adrenochrome, other celebrities such as (laughs) Ellen DeGeneres, Heidi Klum, and Michael Rappaport are accused by these theorists of being addicted to this drug.
1: Might as well admit it, I'm addicted to (laughs) spots. So, does Uh. adrenochrome
0: actually exist, Ro? Like most conspiracy theorists, there is truth in small parts of the story. Adrenochrome Adrenochrome is not a completely made-up drug. Its chemical compound is produced by oxidation of adrenaline, like I said. Mm
3: -hmm. Uh,
0: Though it does not appear to be widely used, slow blood loss by promoting blood clotting uh, in open wounds, uh, it's found most sellers state its source is synthetic. So there is a synthetic version of adrenochrome that's used for blood clotting. Uh, Mm -hmm. So there are, like, that's the real part, right? Right. Uh, there have also been uh, mentions of adrenochrome in fiction, like we said, like Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Um, there is no evidence of any link between adrenochrome and celebrities contacting coronavirus. There is also no evidence that is harvested for children who are part of a traffic ring. There's also no evidence that adrenochrome is widely used by c- celebrities, particularly as a hallucinogenic drug. Ooh. Uh, Because there's no evidence that it makes you hallucinate,
1: is the thing. (laughs) (laughs) Or is it?
0: But I don't think that the conspiracy theorists necessarily say anything about it being a hallucinogenic drug. They more claim that it's used for, what, uh, life extension purposes. Mm -hmm. And that all these celebrities who were using it got COVID-19 because of a tainted batch
1: of this drug. Or did it? Okay, I'm I'm going to stop that. (laughs) So, look, where the fuck does this rate on the graces scale? Pretty up there, right? Yeah, I mean it's way
0: up there. Um, (laughs) Would I be surprised if there's some kind of drug that celebrities use to keep young-looking that we don't know about?
1: Right. that
0: at all. Right. Um, is it adrenochrome? Probably not. It doesn't seem like that, that would be effective in any way unless you got a gunshot wound and you need blood clotting done. Uh, then it could keep you from dying. But other, th- it doesn't seem any of the research that I've done that this drug does anything to keep you young or even is a psychedelic in any way whatsoever. Uh, it, mm-hmm. That was even uh, that was even kind of done gone away with as a theory, because Hunter S. Thompson, who kind of, I guess we could say is one of the main people who made Adrenochrome kind of popular with Fear and Loathing, he even said that it he never did it, and it wasn't psychedelic. He didn't believe it was psychedelic, at least.
1: So, what do you give it on the crisis scale, then? Um, probably a 8. 8.5. Yeah, for me, it's a nine, nine and a half. It's cray-cray. 12
0: Months of Hell, Fro. Uh, We kind of skipped around a little bit because we didn't do Mm -hmm. last month 12 Months of Hell. I think we kind of just lost track of this 12 Months of Hell thing, but 12 Months of Hell, I pick a bad movie, one per month for Fro for the year of 2020. This one we're going to do September because we skipped September on accident. Um, mm-hmm. I pick all twelve bad movies for Fro. At the end of the year, we're gonna do a tournament to see which one was the worst movie. Uh, be- using Fro's scores to determine how the tournament bracket ends up. So each each movie Fro's gonna give a score. Then we're gonna put the them in order in the bracket by Fro's scores. Is that
1: right? yep Okay. And uh, we promise you that we will remember to do it. I mean, we're just very forgetful.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, it is a whole year-long thing, so it's easy to forget one month here and there. Uh, But now we have to remember October, which I have a feeling we're going to forget about. Uh, I picked a movie that is either good or bad, depending on who you are. Some people think this is a great movie. Some people think this is a terrible movie. Uh, So I wonder what Fro thinks about it. It's called THX 1138. So, you, I don't yeah. know, you could end up... This could be the best movie I give you, possibly?
1: I, I wonder why I've never, ever seen it. I've heard about it. Uh, I have heard it's amazingly bad by people I know, so... I, I don't know. Right, I mean, but it has I 86% like...
0: on Rotten Tomatoes, but everybody says it's yeah. bad. Right, so it's this very confusing, kind of polarizing movie. So, it should be interesting to hear your review of it, Fro, just because... Uh, it should be. I mean, it's it's an older movie, but it's interesting because it also is about the future. I don't know. You just have to see it. Uh, right, the THX 1138. It's got 6.7 out of 10 on IMDb. Like I said, 86% on Rotten Tomatoes.
1: Yeah. And what is it about?
0: In the future, mankind lives in a vast underground city and free will is outlawed by means of mandatory medication that controls the human emotion. But when THX 1138 and L... U H 3417 stop taking their medication they wake up to a bleak reality of their own existence and fall in love with each other in the process but love is also illegal in this orwellian dystopia and the act of making love has made them both outlaws on the run from army of an army of robotic police from
1: holy shit that sounds awful
0: it's, it's crazy. I mean, the concept is kind of interesting, but the, the movie itself is really weird and not in a good
1: way. Huh. Weird, weird. Hey, uh, I am sure uh, this is going to be most sad news for uh, our very, very good friend Jeremy. Uh, because guess what? Broadway uh, remains closed to me.
0: May twenty,
1: yeah, twenty twenty one.
0: Broadway theaters have been closed since March. Uh, The Broadway and the Broadway theaters will remain closed through May twenty twenty one. The Broadway Broadway League, a trade organization representing producers and theater owners, announced Friday that Broadway's forty one theaters will remain closed at least until May thirtieth. Hmm. What do you think that means? Uh, that it could be longer than that is what it means. Yeah. Because it says at least, it doesn't say it will definitely open on May 30th or anything. AMC Theaters is warning investors without a steady flow of movies to bring in people uh, into the remaining theaters it has opened, the company could run out of cash by 2020, by the end of 2020. It's no surprise that the theater industry is hurting after nearly every blockbuster movie has been pushed back to 2021. To try to avoid the potential devastation of financial impact in the pandemic, AMC is laying out a few potential ways of gaining cash. Uh, This includes continuing negotiation with landlords over lease payments of the theaters or starting Mm. joint venues with other business partners uh, and then also potentially selling off assets. As it stands right now, however, at existing cash burn rate, AMC at- anticipates that existing cash-, cash resources will be depleted by the end of 2020 or early in 2021. That is not a good sign yeah. for movie theaters.
1: No. And uh, I don't want to say this, but I think I said so. <laughs> I mean, I, it, it, it goes a little together with the Disney thing as well. Like when they when they have changed strategy i think i think like we talked about before i think we'll see more and more comp- movie companies signing deals with different streaming services that is what that is the future,
0: right? But I told you last week that's not possible
1: because they have deals with the movie
0: theaters that don't allow them to do that. So they'd have to like well, the, renegotiate all the contracts they have with all these other companies, including popcorn companies, candy companies, soda companies. It's not
1: that's not a doable thing.
0: <laughs> but if
1: if if let's say um, Columbia Picture has a deal with AMC. AMC go bankrupt. What the fuck are they supposed to do then? I'm telling you, they they also have a deal with uh all the other theater companies, right? So Yeah, but nobody's earning fucking money. Everybody's going to go bankrupt. Cause guess what? This corona shit is not going away in America in a while. But if they
0: they have a contract and they break their contract, they can be sued. So it doesn't matter who's, making, blank, money, who's blank, making money or who's not making money.
1: They, they can't break the uh, uh, contract if there's no fucking movies to show the movie on. No, That's they can't. <laughs> they,
0: they can't break those contracts. They... I'm telling you, it's not just one contract. It's contract between the movie theater and the uh, production company, but the production company also has a deal with all the other things that are involved with production of a movie. Right. And all yeah. those people have to be compensated uh, somehow, and all those contracts would have to be voided to allow um, the production company to skip the movie theater. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's it's this old mentality, just like cable has to, has to make you pay like a uh, connection fee to hook up your cable box or whatever. It's a dinosaur mentality, like I said last week, where... Yeah. Uh, they're stuck. They can't do the thing you're saying because of all the contracts and the way the system is set up. So.
1: Hey Luke, do you want to talk about one of the worst movies I have uh, and I know that you have seen in this week? Okay. Let's go directly into it. Netflix's Hobbies Halloween with Adam Sandler and Kevin James. Uh... And And Steve Buscemi
0: and all the other normal Adam Sandler characters, yeah.
1: Yes, Julia Bowen. Um, This is a comedy? I I, I think I'm using that, that word very loose, because this is a shit movie. I don't think I have seen a worse Adam Sandler movie since Jack and Jill.
0: Uh yeah yeah I mean it's hard to remember all the bad Adam Sandler movies recently but this is a really bad one it very much felt recycled from the 90s like they just took a bunch of jokes they made up in the 90s and then threw them in a Halloween movie uh it he plays the Water Boy if you've seen Adam Sandler movie the Water Boy it's the exact same character just put into this Halloween movie um. And the worst part to me was the thermos, which was like, what did he call it? A Swiss Army thermos, which could turn into like everything, a flamethrower, a uh, uh, binoculars, everything you could possibly think this uh, thermos turned into. Overall, maybe it would be okay if you wanted to watch it with like the family, with some kids. Oh, it's a fun little Halloween movie for the kids, but I don't think the parents are going to enjoy it. I mean, it's made for five year olds. See, I don't think it was. That's the weird part. <laughs> I think this movie was made for like people our age who grew up with Adam okay, Sandler it feels, movies, it feels who like... grew up with <laughs> Adam Sandler movies in the yeah. '90s, and they remember, right. oh, this is what Adam Sandler movies used to be like. Uh, yeah. And those people that have a nostalgic feeling for old Adam Sandler movies, like The Waterboy. I can see though that's who I see them targeting. I didn't see them targeting kids with this movie at all,
1: specifically. Yeah, no, but uh, yeah, no, shit movie. Uh, what do you, do you give it? Three point five. Wow, you're nice. I gave it two point five. Yeah. Uh, what What else did you see? Uh, why don't you go next? Uh, oh, okay, cool. I saw. Uh, Black Pink. Uh... <laughs> I, I I saw it so so much that I I don't remember. Light up the sky. It's called. It, it it's that good that I don't remember what it's called. Okay. Uh, this was totally a hundred and ten percent my decision to watch this movie. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Because I really love K-pop. I mean I can't. Stop talking about K-pop. I talk about it all the time. Uh, I mean, it's a documentary about K-pop. I didn't know anything about the K-pop in the industry. That I did find interesting. I mean, the, the, all the about how big it is and how big, uh, much money that goes into it and things like that. That was very very interesting. But <laughs> the problem is, my biggest bi- problem about this is that it's for totally uninteresting girls that I'm supposed to care about that has been through this machinery. That is amazingly, it's, it's like like they work children. It's a children's workshop for singing, and then I. <laughs> Like, like they they are abused and and things like that sexualized as a sixteen year sixteen year year old girl. So I feel bad for them, but they are also fucking rich now and can do whatever they want. So I, it's kind of it's kind of hard to feel sympathy for them. But I give this Blackpink documentary a three.
0: Okay, I saw um, something we talked about last week. Uh, Save Yourselves. Okay. Uh, Which is a comedy movie about a couple who, like, they're having... They're married, and they're having... You know, they're in that middle part where the honeymoon part of the relationship is over, and they're, like... You know, they're trying to connect with each other, but they're having a hard time uh, really you know, uh, feeling good in their relationship, so they decide mm-hmm. oh, we're, what we're gonna do is we're gonna get off social media, we're gonna totally go out into the woods, into a cabin just the two of us to really, like, reconnect. You know, that kind of thing? Mm-hmm. And while they're out in this cabin in the middle of nowhere, uh, the planet gets taken over by aliens, and they don't know about it because they have no phones, they have no connection to the rest of the world, uh, and so it's a story about them um, bringing their relationship back together under extreme circumstances because uh, obviously aliens have taken over the world and they're trying to survive uh, overall I'm gonna give this one a eight it was very fun very it's a comedy sci-fi fantasy kind of thing um, I really liked it I'd recommend it to you fro infamous with a uh, Oh, really? YouTuber Bella Thorne. Huh? Mm-hmm. I was surprised by Bella Thorne in this movie. She's not a bad actress, to be honest. She's not. Uh, yeah. This is 21% on Rotten Tomatoes. I did not think it was that bad, to be honest. I, there were entertaining parts about it. Yeah. There were really terrible parts about it. Um, I think Jake Manley, the actor who plays the main uh, male protagonist in this... He's probably the worst thing about the whole movie, possibly.
1: Yeah, you no, know, it's 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 an, a more than okay movie. I really, really don't know why people had so much proud. People problem hate Bella
0: it. Thorne for some reason, which right, sure, she's just a. I was gonna say talentless uh, Instagram model, but. She's not a bad actress. She's actually... Maybe they shot this a million... Maybe she had to do a million takes of each take or whatever, but whoever directed it and then edited it picked the right takes because it made her look like a good actress. So there you go.
1: Yeah, no, I I, I totally agree. I I have seen her in in other movies where I I liked her.
0: I liked the ending of it too. It kind of had an interesting twist ending and the message of like it's really about her trying to become famous um she wants to be like famous on online uh, as an influencer uh but she mm-hmm. can't seem to do it. it but she and right. her and her boyfriend then decide oh we're gonna go on a, a kill not a robbery spree across the country and she posts all this stuff online and people start following her for basically the wrong reason so it's also kind of has a an interesting message about, uh, the concept of social media. It's pretty much just a ripoff of natural born killers from like the right. 90s. Uh, but yeah. in, in a 2020 setting, um, with kind yeah. of younger people than I guess natural born killers, but it, it was it as violent as natural born killers. Probably not.
1: I mean, I think my favorite Bella Thornton thing is big love. Uh, I love that TV show. Uh, uh, that's more or less where I I remember watching her for. The I mean, first this time. movie
0: is but... good but not great. I'm gonna give it a six
1: point five. Yeah, I would give it a seven probably.
0: I'd watch it again if somebody was like, "Hey, I want to see that movie." It's one of the, it's a movie that I could yeah. watch again and not feel uh, oh. not oh. feel like yeah. I'm uh, wasting my time. I guess. Yeah. Cool. Uh,
1: that was a good movie funny okay. that we saw two movies. I didn't know that you had seen that as well. Hey, look! Uh, let's watch an audio trailer of The Henchmen.
0: If you think superheroes are super lame, the Friendly Force Five are here.
1: It it must be better than Barbie, right? The place for you is Super
0: City. Wow, this animation looks awful. <laughs>
1: It reminds me a little of Barbie, actually.
0: Oh, okay. This okay. It looks a little better now.
2: It's Dark Hands, Doctor Man, Baby, and the Gluttonator.
3: Hedgehog. <laughs> uh. It is I, Baron Blackout. The last name in super evil. I
0: can't see. Help me get this thing off.
3: Of course, sir. Come on.
0: Um. Isn't that joke um, directly okay. stolen from Spaceballs? Okay. It is. yeah. Right
1: right
2: uh, uh, no, 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 no.
1: Ah, Ouch. I can't believe the No, this is Yeah, Awful, awful animation.
2: Third-class henchman in the city.
0: Henchman today? Yeah, like for a second when it was like the wide what shot of the of whole city, month? that didn't look bad, but uh, now yeah. it you looks you bad again.
2: Wow 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 ah, ah, no, 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 no. Whoa Check this
0: out Okay Password
1: correct. Password. Password.
0: Password. <gasps> yeah. ah, oh, no, ah, it's like an Iron Man suit is now he's ah, What are you doing What imprinting on it maybe? As he, as they say You wanna be
2: a supervisor yeah. you gotta learn how to
0: use
3: the suit. Let's get to work! Fire Woo! Um, I'm okay. <laughs> Denizens of supervillain City. I
2: am taking over
0: the world. This is so generic, it's not even funny. It is so bad. Helping a bunch of useless
2: henchmen because I am a henchman.
3: We're not superheroes
2: and we're not super villains. We are a family. Oh,
1: this is so bad, Luke.
2: Really? Wow.
1: Okay. Hey, look. What is this Oscar-nominated movie all about?
0: Uh, yeah, Henchman. Yeah. With a dream of being up. a supervillain, a wide-eyed comic book fanboy joins the union of evil and becomes a hardened, hardened henchman's apprentice. But obviously then he gets a superhero suit halfway through the movie, it looks like, in the trailer. Yeah, I Five found po- so many reviews of this movie. There was not a Facebook of this movie at all, by the way. 5.1 out of 10 on IMDb, 20% on Rotten Tomatoes, two point two out of 5 on Common Sense Media, 67% of Google users liked it. I don't
1: think 67% of Google users have seen this movie, that's my guess. Uh, I went to the Hindu business line, because that's, of
0: course... Of course, where you go for reviews, yeah.
1: There's an interesting story to be told about the men and women working behind the scenes in the superhero genre, Jenner, but this isn't that movie. Uh, Victor Stiff? Uh, from Into the seats as it's not as clever as it thinks it is and the gags don't land instead of tickling my funny bone henchmen gr- graded my- on my patient.
0: Uh, I went to the IMDB because there was no Facebook. Uh, 8 out of 10 from uh, Hostel25. I almost stopped watching. The movie is filled with talent but I admit the first few minutes made me think I was going to be watching a really bad cartoon. I'll also admit I almost stopped watching it, but if you make it past the henchman title screen, it starts to get interesting. I was so confused at uh, about five minutes in, but I started hearing familiar voices. Then it starts to become interesting, and everything after the who cut the cheese joke turned into a really good movie. Uh, If you watch it, you'll be glad you saw it. Okay, so they kind of had mixed reviews, but it sounds like they liked it. Uh, one out of ten, though, from BW Dude 3 My impression, my first impression was that I really liked the presentation. It's not the usual clean animation style, but looks painted like a comic book. Sadly, it went downhill from there. The story was all over the place, not the least bit entertaining. Also, not a chuckle in, th- in sight. W- what they might have thought to be funny is embarrassing at best. Burping, pee, and poo jokes alone do not make a movie. When... Uh, left the theater after about 40 minutes. Wow. Uh, and I'm, what I'm seeing here, Fro, we were talking about this off-air. Uh, the film was originally planned to be released in 2016, Fro, but ultimately re- received limited release in Canada on December 7th, 2018 by Entertainment One. In the United States, though, it was released on digital platforms October 9th, 2020.
1: <laughs> this is a 2016 movie. That's why it looks so weird. <laughs> uh, also coming up, uh, The War with Grandpa, with, our all, uh, oh, with Robert De Niro, Christopher Walken, Uma Thurman, Jesus Christ, a lot of people that I love in this movie. But it has 5.5 out of 10 on IMDb, 29% on Rotten Tomatoes, 35% on Metacritic, Peter and his grandpa used to be very close, but when grandpa moves in with the family, Peter is forced up to give his most prized possession his bedroom. Peter will stop at nothing to get his room back, scheming with friends to devise a series of pranks to drive him out. However, grandpa doesn't give up easily, and it turns into an all-out war between the two. Home Alone much? (laughs) <laughs> the last one was mine.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah. Another movie that came out. Yellow Rose, a Filipina teen, must decide whether to stay with her family or leave her small Texas town to become a country singer. Okay. 83% on Rotten Tomatoes, 6.6 6 out of 10 on IMDb, 69% on Metacritic, 92% of Google users liked it, directed by Diana Paragas, uh, starring... Dale Watson, Eva Nobleza and Leah Salonga.
1: There you go. Mm. A movie that I actually have heard of and really want to see uh, The Wolf of Snow Hollow. Uh, a stressed out police officer struggles not to give out uh, into paranoia that grips his small mountain town as Buddhists turn up uh each full moon uh, 6.2 out of 10 uh on IMDb uh 89% on rotten tomatoes uh 3 out of 5 on rolling stones 73% of google users like this movie Jim Cummings Robert Forster Chloe East Ricky Lindhorn. uh
0: breaking news uh Melania Trump says Barron had COVID and is now tested po-
1: tested negative. Well, she hates Christmas, so <laughs> listens to her anyway. Did he hear about this? What? That she hates Christmas. I listened to it. I, she didn't
0: really say that. She said she hates no. doing like first lady things because Christmas nobody nobody cares. cares about what she does. Right. And, and that That's the way I took the... it. Other people were like, oh, she hates Christmas. I did not hear that. I heard, <laughs> I hate decorating. That's what
1: I heard. Yeah. Hey, uh, audibletrial.com slash... No? mm Let's try that again. audibletrial.com slash another digital citizen. That's audibletrial.com slash another digital citizen. It's almost like I haven't done this for fucking five years or something. Um... Go there, get a 30-day free trial of Audible. Uh, You get the free book. If you cancel, even, Uh, do it. Do it now. Do it, do it, do it. Uh, What we'll talk about next week, Luke?
0: Uh, We're going to talk about News of the Week, uh, Woke Episode 6, another digital review of Candyman, which I think is still coming out, I believe. Okay. And main topic... Another Digital Citizen's Best Hamburger Topping Ever Tournament. Ooh, We're getting down to really important things that need to be decided. Right now, there, there's <laughs> nothing else important going on other than needing to decide which hamburger topping is the best one.
1: I'm going to riot if pickles don't win. Um... We riot if pickles don't Some people hate pickles, too. That's the funny part. I love pickles. Uh, why haven't we talked about the Nobel Peace Prize? It was kind of like a understated thing. Nobody the whole care. Nobel
0: um awards like kind of went under the radar this year, kind of, yeah. didn't they?
1: Kind of, yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, it was the EU Food Fund, the UN. Yeah, the UN Food Fund that got the prize. I mean, right, so the UN won the
0: Peace it. Prize, which is not even a person, yeah. really. So that's kind of it. Wasn't yeah. really that interesting. I mean, the one thing that was like the um, Nobel Peace Prize for Economics went to mm. these two guys who uh, who like auctioneer. Um, what's what's the word for it? They they make auctions run more efficiently. Which is like, how is that worth winning a Nobel
1: Peace Prize for? I don't know. I, I guess, sure, whatever. Uh, according to Newsweek, I'm not sure if I trust Newsweek, uh, but uh, according to Newsweek, that uh, Joe Biden has a 90% chance of winning. Uh, uh, the Electoral uh, College latest economist forecasts. How much do you? We believe those forecasts after the two thousand and sixteen elections.
0: Well, this time it's like almost it's almost impossible for Trump to win unless like um like a bunch of people just come out of out of the woodwork that didn't vote in previous years. Uh, but right now, if the polls are. Let's see, the polls were off last time by a certain amount. The amount that the polls were off last time, if they're off the exact same amount this time, Trump still loses. Does that make sense? Uh, Yeah.
1: yeah. So uh, it's very
0: unlikely right now, unless something crazy happens, that Trump is going to win. And you, you can see the desperation right now in Trump and how he's acting and... The rallies he's doing. Did you see the video from last night of him being like, uh, talking about suburban women? He's like, no. I, I, suburban women. I, sh, I you gotta love me because I saved I saved your neighborhoods. Yeah, he's uh. he's trying to bring in white suburban women into the fold because that helped him a lot last time, and they're not right. according to the polls and everything that we're seeing. They're not going to be voting for him this time. Uh, so he's in he. The Trump campaign is in desperation mode right now. That's why he's going to be doing a rally, like, every single day until the election. Uh,
1: From YouTube, I really, really want to recommend uh, one thing from The Hacksmith. They made a lightsaber build uh, that has 4,000 degrees uh, plasma, and it is a redactable blade. That was a very good YouTube video I recommend this week.
0: Uh, do you watch the H three podcast ever?
1: Yeah, I do. Yeah, they've so been far. do.
0: He's been doing a show with Trisha Paytas, who we've talked a yeah. lot about in the past. Right. At the end of the show yesterday, she like walked mm. off the show. Oh, why? Uh, well, they got in a big giant argument about um different things, and then she said oh, I never liked you, and I don't like Eila, and I'm, I don't like either of you, and apparently she quit the show. And you go watch it, yeah. it's like, the I mean, it's Trisha Paytas. It could all just be her drumming up drama, because that's exactly what she does. You know what I mean? Uh, whatever do you mean? <laughs> no, Trisha Paytas and drama, that's never been a thing.
1: <laughs> I guess I have to watch that. Uh, The new uh, Apple iPhone is out, do you fucking care? There's a big thing here
0: about, like, the 5G on it, is, like, America does not have a 5G um, network very well installed, uh, comparatively to other countries. So, uh, basically, if you buy the new iPhone here, it's
1: not useful because nobody has 5G. (laughs) So... Uh, mr beast covered uh, his brother's uh, house with the uh, uh oh yeah the mark roper elephant. video with elephant yeah what
0: is it elephant, elephant foam to... or something wow that was so funny <laughs> that was a good video yeah i really like that yeah that was funny anything else um no i'm i'm looking forward to uh i'm assuming box mac is going to have another halloween special this year that should be exciting in a couple weeks
1: Yeah, uh, my name is Fro. My name is Luke. Bye. Goodbye.
2: Goodbye,
1: citizen.